my pressure. School and hit, go to lecture. I'm what you call it, go get it. Straight gas, no liquor. Hey! Hey, this is After Hours Live with Man King. This is your host, Tay Wiggs. This is your co-host, Mark Senior. Hey, man, we got some topics lined up for you guys today. You know, you know I, I like to start off, but let's go ahead, man. Marcus, man, show, tell the people what they've been missing on. You know, so we, uh, you know, our bread and butter basketball, you know, we're going to get to it. But there was a trade in the NFL, Julio Jones to the Tennessee Titans. I don't got the details, you know, uh, 100%, but – I was just surprised about the amount of people who basically making the, um, the Titans, who are already a good team, granted, mm-hmm. like they're going to be in a Super Bowl next year. And Julio Jones is nice, but he's like, what, he's 33 years old? Mm-hmm. He, he ain't, he gets hurt, hurt. You know, what is his production going to be like? Is, is it going to be that, of uh, you know, uh, Super Bowl caliber receiver production to get them to the Super Bowl? You know, they got their Henry in the backfield. They got, it right. seems like they got their quarterback in Tannehill, um, you know, and he'd be a wide out to pair along. You know, they're already pretty solid receiving core. And I, I just don't get why it's so much hype around it. You know what I'm saying? Because granted, you know, you know, we, we from Cleveland, the Browns normally suck. They've been good this year. So maybe I'm just not impressed because the Browns is finally good. I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, Tulio Jones playing for Atlanta Falcons. For 10 years, play with Maddie Ice. Hey, man, um, go to Tennessee. I mean, the last MG, I think about it, play, play 10 years in the NFL, man. You know, all, all you can say, man, that's a milestone because the average the average lifespan in the NFL, honestly, is only um, about a half. You know what I'm saying? You're only good at your rookie contract. You know, certain guys will make it past your rookie contract. So for a guy like Julio Jones, to solidify himself to be in the NFL for 10 years is pretty much a, a great thing. But let's look at this side, though. I know everybody was talking about the trade for Julio Jones. He gets traded, right, Marcus? Right. Julio Jones gets traded to the uh, to the uh, Tennessee Titans for a 2023 six-round draft pick, right? Right. So the, trade, no, the Falcons trade him to the Titans. The Titans receive a 2023 six-round draft pick. And, they, and the Titans uh, sent back to Atlanta a 2022 second-round pick and a 2023 fourth-round draft pick. So when you're looking at something like that for a guy like Julio Jones who's been on the back end of these injuries when, um, in the season that he had, you know what I'm saying? He's a, he's a polarizing receiver. He's about to receive, mm-hmm. I think he was a 6'4", 6'5", receiver. But when healthy, he's a deadly weapon. Right. So you're looking at that, too. The Falcons cleaned up their uh, – their books, I think this year, I think he'd have been owed like 20 something, almost like 25, 26 million dollars more. Okay. So they get rid of him. You already got you a nice young receiver in Calvin Ridley and stuff like that. And I thought Calvin Ridley was coming into his own, but that scratched all that to him. I'm going to scratch that noise. Let's be honest. If I'm not mistaken, I think Matt Ryan is talking to, at the time, the old owner's daughter, Arthur Blank's daughter. Do you think that could have? Actually came between them about what's going on in the field, Matt Ryan being, I say it's called it is, a company man. <laughs> I think so. Because, um, I mean, it came as a surprise that they traded Julio um, because, you know, during the season, uh, you know, when the year was going downhill, people was making it, you know, analysts, I'm saying people, analysts was making it seem like Matt Ryan would be the one to get traded. <laughs> 
Now you're telling me he's, exactly. he's talking to uh, the owner's daughter. Now I'm starting to, you know, scratch my head, like, what was really going on there? <laughs> right. So you're looking at that, okay, maybe Julio been one out. You know what I'm saying? Because right. you got to realize this team would have been removed that Super Bowl, what, uh, three? Well, this season, before years, NFL-wise, they blew a 28-3 lead. Mm-hmm. And that's, they still have that Super Bowl hangover. And mm-hmm. new uniform, new jersey, same results. The Dirty Birds. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, you know, shout out to uh, OJ He who came with the Dirty Bird. Everybody's giving the praises to Jamal Anderson. OJ Santiago did it in practice. Jamal sees when using the game. So, you know, shout out to OJ Santiago, who came up, who's originally the Dirty Bird game. Um, when you look at that Julio, let's, let's be honest, he goes to Tennessee Titans, Alabama running back, mm-hmm. right there. Um, and Derrick Henry, as people call him King Henry. Uh, we see what he do in the playoffs. King don't deliver. It's another King we're going to talk about too later on. <laughs> later on. <laughs> but, uh, but as you're looking at, he's going to the Tennessee Titans. Okay, you get you a great offensive player to go along with the other receiver that they got over there. So if you're looking at their defense. They, the Tennessee Titans, they pulled off something. But I'm going to be honest with you. Their defense got some holes in it. We got all the offense in the world. You can score all day long. But if you can't make that stop in that fourth quarter to get off that field third down, where is he any good? That's what you needed. So you're looking at – no, go ahead. I said that, that was um, one of the factors that why they, you know, they didn't – progress in the next round in the playoffs this past year. Uh, their defense, you know, it just it let them down in, in, in the long run. And you know, other, uh, I can't remember who they played in the playoffs and in, 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 uh, eliminated them, but I do remember that their defense was surprisingly stopping Tennessee. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me make, look that up real quick who they played so I, I can be accurate. I think it was Baltimore again in the playoffs. Sure. It was Baltimore. All right. And, so, and that's a. Because Mark, one of my, another cut you off, Marcus. The reason I knew it was Baltimore because one of my favorite reporters I do like to watch, other than besides like Jalen Ramsey, is Marcus Peters. Marcus Peters called interception ranch and ranch and wheel they feel and stuff on their logo. So I never forget that because, like I said, yes, your quarterback is Ryan Tannehill. Yes. Second of all, the way you stopped Derrick Henry, they went eight in the box. He's not fast. He's just strong. So if he's in the open field, it's going to be hard to tackle. So people are like, got to figure out how you're going to tackle him now. Now you got to figure out how you're going to tackle Julio Jones. And, oh, and by the way, Julio Jones doesn't want to wear number 11. A.J. Brown going to still carry on a number 11. That's respectable. Maybe Julio Jones going to wear number eight or something like that. We just see, we go back to one of his college numbers in Alabama. We're going to see what number he's going to put on. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about this remark? The Atlanta Falcons coach said, Arthur Smith, Julio Jones got traded, right? Mm-hmm. And I quote, he said, I don't worry about pl- players I never coach. How do you how do you feel about that? Uh he definitely should because he was their number one wide receiver. <laughs> I mean, he should, he should worry about him because not the worry is, is not necessarily Julio Jones is who's gonna replace Julio as the number one receiver. Not only that, but he's different. Not only, no, I'm saying, not to cut you, but not only that. No, we'll let you finish. We'll let you finish. I can't be doing that, that Stephen A. Smith stuff. Man, go ahead, man. Go <laughs> no, finish. You know, so that was basically my point. Like, he got to look down. He got to look at the tape from last year. He got to right. uh, look at his his current wide receiver test and say, well, who? Because they all they got draft picks back. They didn't really get any physical. 
people who are going to be on the field next year, who's going to replace right. that production? The type of offense they ran was heavily uh, based on Julio and Matt Ryan. Right. And a, and a team like the Falcons haven't had a running game in almost two and a half, what, about three seasons. Mm-hmm. So now you lose another another weapon in your offense in Julio Jones. You have no running back. You got to find one. So now the reason why Calvin Ridley was having a good season for the last, what, for the last two seasons is because of Julio. Julio commands a double team. So there, it's easy to get the ball to Calvin Ridley. So now people got film on Calvin Ridley. How they gonna play him? How they gonna adjust to him? Can Calvin really come out and be that guy that's gonna get you 80 plus catches in a thousand yards with, with eight to nine touchdowns? Can he be that guy? Uh I think the jury's still out. I, I think he I think I think he's capable, but then the question is who's gonna be the Calvin really of the team next year? Because they need like you said, Julio getting double team, Calvin Oven. If if for some, for whatever reason, NFL say you know that Calvin Ridley year was a fluke, and you know he get off right. to a good start. Eventually, they're gonna catch on, and they he's gonna be double teamed. And then, well, who's gonna be his relief? That, that's right. That's right. Because that's tough. Because what roster? So you got a receiver. I think he's a rookie. Um, they drafted Austin John Tranmel, wide receiver, five foot ten, one hundred eighty-five pounds from Rice University. Can he be that guy bring another dynamic? Can he go in a slot position role and be That's the whole you got, got they got the guys, but the whole thing is marked and they come together and put a cohesion of unit together to to beat the to, to defeat the odds. Because that's the only one four games. Four or five. So you're looking at that. It's a lot they got going on, a new head coach, um, a new philosophy. So there's a lot going on. True. So do I see them? No. I think they're one of the four teams actually got worse in the division. The Panthers got better. The Saints is there. And who's the other team? Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. How can I forget about them? the, the Super Bowl champs? Super Bowl champs. <laughs> so you got you got Tom Brady. What is he going for? Number seven or number eight? I think it's number eight. He's going number eight. He's going for eight. So if he go for so he, so you got you got Father Time who's defeating the odds when in that division, which is, is a beat up division for real on defensive side. But I don't feel like Falcons got better on that offensive side of the ball. Did you like you said, Marcus Drew been the champions? The Saints lose Drew Brees, Tyson Hill, or uh my boy famous James Winston, Crab Legs, back there. Yep. So you got Sam Darnold, who got traded from the Jets to the Panthers, mm-hmm. is the quarterback who's coming out of a little philosophy, which the guys been still living here in Charlotte. The team has been working out on their OTAs. He's grabbing them guys early and trying to learn, trying to put some continuity together. Right. So the Falcons got to catch up. So they got to do something. Hey, speaking of football, I like this topic. You know, we don't do too much talking about football. Um, Aaron Rodgers. Green Bay Packers mm-hmm. um, doesn't doesn't attend the OTAs. Said he can't do it. He don't like the GM. Can't do it. Mark Murphy. <laughs> uh, and can, I mean, let's be honest. Green Bay got diehard fans, just like Cleveland, Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. all the diehard cities, pretty much. The right. Cowboy Nation can't forget about those guys. Um, those one of them fan bases you cannot piss off. 
You don't want to show up. You know, they slow me as go, Pat, go. Right. And, it's you like know, the Spurs. Go Spurs. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Green Bay Packers on their things, they got go, Pat, go, Pat, Aaron Rodgers. Basically saying, get out of town. Do you still believe that Aaron Rodgers is mad because they drafted a quarterback a, a couple of seasons ago in Jordan Love from Notre Dame? He feel like he should have been consulted about who's being drafted. I do that sound so. do, do that sound like a diva to you? Uh I mean, yes, yes and no. I mean it's Aaron Rodgers. It's like before Aaron Rodgers is Brett Favre. Like when you the quarterback uh uh uh, uh Green Bay, you tip it's a certain amount of respect that come with it. So when you know the the Packers drafted Aaron Rodgers and when Brett Favre was there, if I'm not mistaken, I believe they did consult with him. Um even though he really wasn't satisfied with the answer. Like, they came to a conclusion that they still was going to draft him, but he at least got talked to first. As far as I know, if I, from me remembering back, I could be wrong. So uh, Aaron Rodgers just feel like, you know, he deserved that same, that same look. Um, he still – he was the MVP last year, uh, and that's after they had already drafted him. So it, I feel like it's a little too late to um, kind of be like – I'm mad at y'all for drafting that player two years ago and you right. came out and was the MVP last year and basically could have went to the Super Bowl had it been for a couple of plays. Now you can't come this year and say, hold that against him. Like that's like his time to have done that is over and done with. Like he should have held out last year. Granted, you know, we had COVID and all that. I mean, that's still, that was like the perfect time. Like I'm right. not coming back because I felt disrespected. All right. Aaron Rodgers from California. We know that much about him. Uh, me personally, it's a business. Why? T- First of all, you're 40 years old. I know he won the same stuff as Tom Brady. Let's be honest. Can we please stop calling Aaron Rodgers to go? He won one Super Bowl. Where y'all getting this dope stuff from? And people are actually agreeing with it. That's like saying, <laughs> well, if you bring your LeBron James name, we're going to check that later. If you bring his name of a ghost situation, situations, People are so quick to say he's not the GOAT. But mm-hmm. these same people that be on TV analyzing they call Aaron Rodgers the GOAT. How is he the GOAT if he's been in one Super Bowl? One Super Bowl, Mark, he's the GOAT. Been one Super Bowl. We're talking about a team. You talk about a team when they do make their playoffs, they either get a bye week or they get beat out. In the first, second, not something they so each team, not all, not mostly lose in the second round of the playoffs. But we sit up for calling Aaron Rodgers the goat. If he reconcile and put things, show up to OTAs and professionally, they get traded. They say, "Hey, man, I think my time here in Green Bay is up. Get right. traded." Because of right now, if he miss all the OTAs, but. $93,000 is a lot of money for someone like you and I. But to him, they ain't but a scratch. I did in the car. Mm-hmm. But but the whole thing, I didn't like what he said, man. Hey, man, I love my teammates. I do anything for them. Why you not in practice? Why you not OTA? That's the time to be for him. I mean, I mean I'm, it's the beginning of Right. I know they're voluntary, but he missed the upcoming OTAs in July. He's going to miss $93,000. Wow. And he don't even care. <laughs> like he you don't said, care. That, that's tough change, man. I mean, he, he probably got that so money bad. from Jeopardy. 
Right. <laughs> right. He got the Jeopardy money. He's, and, yeah. let's, and let's be honest, he's not getting a Jeopardy job. No. Um, another thing I do want to talk about, how do you feel about this? All right. The uh, New England Patriots owner, Robert Kraft, just turned 80 years old yesterday. Right. Mark, Mark Ruffin, uh, uh, and Meek Mill went on and bought Robert Kraft, the new Rolls Royce. I think it was like a million dollars. It's a new one. Two doors. I'm talking. Patriot Blue. Patriot Blue. <laughs> now, Robert Kraft, I think, if I'm not mistaken, why are these guys paying the owner that own Kraft cheese? <laughs> People buy cheese every day. These guys forked up some money and bought Robert Kraft a new Royce Royce. I mean, a new Royce Royce. I mean, how do you feel about that? And, and the reason I'm telling you how I feel about it, I think I, I would never did it. I wouldn't have did it. If the only way you can sweeten up the pot is you get Colin Kaepernick back in the NFL. This is the same Jay-Z that tried to get Cap. I ain't gonna say he tried to get because he's not in the NFL. Kaepernick spoke on a certain idea and didn't go his way in his favor. Like I said, like to the audience, I know some people don't care for stuff like that, but you know, I'm calling the spade a spade. But you're looking at somebody like a Jay-Z trying to get Kaepernick back into the league. He said the owner should do something. And he said if the owner don't do anything, he's, he's not gonna partake in those particular things. But you turn around a whole calendar year, a calendar, calendar year later and buy an owner a damn Royce Royce. Yeah. Meat Mill, I can see I, Meat <laughs> Mill, I can see Meat Mill say, okay. He actually paid for me to go to guy in jail. Robert Kraft. I said, okay, I, I give you a pass for that. But Jay-Z, what side of the field is you playing? Are you in a, are you are you with us or are you not with us? I mean, well, you know, um, there's a lot of smoke about you know Jay-Z. Uh what are you becoming? Uh he was actually I'm trying to get let me get his exact title. Look that up. I think he's a creative. What is his title with the NFL now? It's about Jay-Z. Um now he doing, I know he doesn't have anything. Yeah, so he he got a partnership with the NFL. Yeah, he got a partnership. So people made a big deal about that because of the reasons you just stated. Colin Kaepernick not in the league. You saying he should be in the league, but yeah, you join the NFL, partner with him. Um, and I and I think you know with Jay Z, you got to think both both sides. You got to think socially and business. So it was more of a business move for him. But now that you look at it, you look at the Super Bowls. I mean, the halftime shows is number of black performers. So that's changing up. Uh, you got to think maybe Robert Kraft has some some say so in him getting a deal. And then it's like, my thing is, you know, Jay Z's a billionaire. He's a billionaire. Like, what do you get a billionaire for their birthday? I mean, I, it, it's just like they if they that cool. No, I'm, a, I'm. I just don't know. I don't know what to think about it. Like, let's say, man, let's be honest. Jay-Z sitting up here, Robert, Robert Kraft was convinced and persuaded by Jay-Z to get him to talk to Roger Cadell so he could do a partnership with the NFL, get more money up. So when he did that, they sat down, Rock Nation, sprawling company gave Jay-Z, the influence already leads most influence most important people in music. And his first time taking over, the first person you put up is The weekend. You got to be kidding me. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying though, Marcus. Mm-hmm. But people call him the goat. Man, only goat I know for real. He ain't here no more for me. My dad was the goat. Okay, I ain't gonna disagree with that one then. <laughs> I ain't gonna disagree with that. <laughs> right, but you know, 
we go talk to if you talk about sports talk, rap talk, whatever. I'm gonna start calling labeling people as the goats. They are good at their craft for what they do. Um, but Jay Z, like you said, this dude's a billionaire. He's working at NFL. So you looking at Jay Z up her hot mouth and smiling and these owners' faces and some of these owners right to this day, i.e. the Houston, Texas owner, said that black players acting like they belong in the prison yard. So wow. that's right there. That's a whole thinking mentality. All of a sudden, mm. we don't hear nothing about this Sean Washington cases no more. That he might probably won't play this season. Yeah, all because of man. And, he he and all because he wanted to be traded. But back to this guy, Sean Carter. Carter, he in the Hall of Fame, by the Billion. way. <laughs> Jay Z. Yeah, he got inducted this year. He'll be at the he'll be inducted so to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. When you're looking at somebody like that as a businessman, I get the part he's a business. I don't know, maybe Capricorn blew a deal or something like that. Let's be honest, Capricorn is pretty much can start for any one of these teams right now. Half of these guys that right now start for quarterback teams at quarterback, some of these guys you can't name. But I just feel like I would never sit there and buy. The Patriots owner of Roy's Royce. You think he's gonna buy Jay Z or Roy's Royce? Uh, no, I doubt it. That's not a, a normally gift that uh, you know <laughs> wealthy people give. I'm trying to think of the best way to say it. Like that, that's like uh, would you when you hood rich? That's like a hood rich gift. <laughs> Even though I don't care how much a that's more like, costs. Hey, hey man, to be honest, man, that's more to me. That's more of a kiss ass gift. You convinced <laughs> me. You convinced him to sit down and talk with me. I got you, Rob. Right. I got you. That's what that was. Um, a new topic, Marcus. Okay. Uh, NBA playoffs. I know you want. That's what we want to talk about the NBA playoffs. You know, the, the first time I've seen this since, since I've been on Earth. The Eastern Conference champion got dismantled, swept in the first round. Former MVP that got swept by Giannis Antetokounmpo. Then you go to the defending champions, the Western Conference champions, Los Angeles Lakers. Which round is it too? And they get bounced off the playoffs. Absolutely. And I said, I said the series starts. I said, hey man, I like a gentleman sweep for the Lakers. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm man up, man up. Man. Okay. That's what Shaq. That's what Shaq, that's what Shaq <laughs> would say to me, man up. But uh, I said <laughs> the Lake. I said give me the Lakers in five. It didn't happen. I mean, I, I'm 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 guessing like me, you thought Anthony Davis and LeBron James was. At least seventy five percent healthy. <laughs> at least seventy five, because I had um, the Lakers winning. Let's be honest, man. I'm, I had them damn near sweep. Go ahead. I was gonna say I had them almost honest, in a sweep too. Right. And the crazy thing is, you know, I'm a huge LeBron James fan, man. Let's call it what it is now. Let's call it for what it is. Hear me out, people. Some people are dying for me. This is fact. LeBron James is thirty six years old. He's thirty seven. He got a high ankle injury sprain, right? Right. Uh, he's old in basketball. You've been in t- t- 10 NBA finals, nine straight to be exact, right? Mm-hmm. So every year from two, every year since you went to Miami Heat, I think he went to Miami because the way in 2007, he went to the NBA championship and he missed the last, what, three, the last like four or five. So you go to the Miami Heat, I think you go to four straight, you come to Cleveland. I think they're like five or six straight, whatever, or the case may be. And you're looking at a guy who literally, Marcus, who played an extra, extra two and a half seasons of basketball. He's all in basketball. You. Father time. We kept saying, oh, LeBron's beating father time. Oh, he's not. If he's beating father time, he's 
still be getting up in the corporate He's still be trying to do stuff. It gets to the point where Brian's not even posting them no more. LeBron is selling more for the long, the three ball and the jump. Right. He, he was barely playing normal self. Right. He's barely playing the passing. Then he's playing with fine China, aka street clothes. <laughs> Charles Barkley on street clothes. I call him fine China. Fine China. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about? AD Anthony Davis. And you know what AD stands for? You know, always damage. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what that stands for. Always, Always damaged. <laughs> because down in New Orleans, he looked really great. Guess who was his sidekick in New Orleans? Though? Boogie Cousins. Yeah, and Boogie. And Boogie it's more enough, physical. Yeah, more physical. And he rarely got hurt. And then it seemed like after he came to New Dan Orleans, mm-hmm. yeah, he now is getting hurt. Maybe it's something in New Orleans. Maybe it's they, they staff. I don't know. But a lot of people was on AD. Kevin, your favorite player, Kevin Durant said, whatever he doing ain't working. And he's a similar build as, as KG. And yeah, K- I, KG. I can't remember two times that KG got hurt in his early years. I can't remember two where he was out for significant amount of the season. And Anthony Davis, who was it? Like you said, who's his trainer? Who's he training with? <laughs> he don't, there's no way that this guy literally Rebound numbers fell all the way up. He is what you talk about a guy that's getting like 25 points per game. Now look up, he got four rebounds a game. Not banging, not posting up. He want to shoot the jump the, the, the jump shot. Hit the wings. Bulk up a little bit more. Shoulders are shoulders. He lightened the shoulders. Andre Drummond. The shoulders. I didn't realize how much of a dumpster fire that he was. <laughs> In Spanish, he is in Spanish, in Spanish, Andre Drummond. Sorry, bro, you are basu. Garbage. <laughs> Chris Paul, Chris Paul, that whole series, he posted you up like four or five times in each game. He hit the jumper successful. With a bad shoulder. With a bad shoulder. You can't get a rebound like that. Not only, let's be honest. The Lakers look lost on defense. Andre Drummond looked lost in that type of offense. <laughs> Dennis Schroeder seemed to come up with the highest paid point guard. Dude, you was you and KCP was still scoreless twice in that series. Oh, that I think they played, Lakers team. They took him out the starting lineup, if I'm not mistaken, towards the end there. They put in Caruso. Caruso. They get up for the bench. I was talking about Drummond. I'm talking about Drummond. Drummond. But, yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest, man. DeAndre Ayton was too physical for him and Anthony Davis. That was all. They physicality. Cameron Payne. Remember, I told you, Marcus. Campaign. I said, I said, hey, X Factor for the Phoenix Suns. We're gonna be talking about Mikael Bridges and Cameron Payne. I don't know what it is that Chris Paul yeah, does to these teams. No, just about to say when they go there. Like I said, especially, he should, especially he the backup point guards. Yep. Backup. The backup the point guards get real good at when Chris Paul there. A la Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder, who got a right. contract off of <laughs> Right. And not only, it's been on. I'm going to go back to Dennis Schroeder. That dude was hollow. He he was hollow. He put so much pressure on the Lakers. He said, I ain't worried about the Brooklyn Nets. We're going to see y'all in the ABA finals. Shouldn't know worried about the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> y'all can even got the first round. LeBron James, my man, I'm going to go back to you, LeBron. LeBron, I'm going to sit here right now. I'm going to say this. 
top five players in the league right now. Right now, I'm going number five. I'm going LeBron James. Okay. I gotta bring him off that pedestal. He's still top five. Number five, LeBron James. Um, number four. I'm, I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. Number four, I'm gonna go uh, Nikolai Jokic. Just because that's a center inside, outside game, post game, he can free throws, whatever. He play his pace. Number three. Number three, I'm gonna go to Luka Doncic. Okay, okay. You ain't got, ain't got but two slots left. <laughs> you haven't mentioned number, some, some people. <laughs> number number two, I'm gonna go to Steph Curry. Okay. Number one, number one, Mark is I'm gonna go with Kevin Wayne Durant. Okay, all right. I was I was worried. Uh, he hasn't said Kevin Durant name yet. Well, <laughs> KG number one, LeBron go number five. LeBron's at the end of that plateau right there. If you look at how the Lakers getting beat, LeBron James, he ain't got that motor like how he used to. He can't rub it down corner catch Cameron Payne and Mikhail Bridges. The point guards got faster, smarter. They know the chase down is coming now. So they make sure they tell with someone else. LeBron. And he might have – he's going to need more help to get where he got to go. The reason I'm saying that because AD's going to be hurt, shooter streaky, KCP, hey, Jeannie Buss, call me right now, 216-404, bleep, 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 bleep. I'm on the way. I'm on the way. I guarantee you, Laker Nation, I guarantee you, I can average eight points in that series. That dude can knock down a cold, a cold. He can even stand right there at the ocean in Los Angeles and throw a rocket to the marina. That's how bad he was shooting. He couldn't score. Schroeder can't say calling out shots and calling people out and come out and keep throwing up these donuts. <laughs> Fine glass, China man. Fine China. <laughs> Fine China. Anthony Davis. You got to find a new workout regime. LeBron James, come on home, baby. One more year. Next year should be your last year. I don't think I don't think he's yeah, he might be body-wise physical. It's, I'm gonna say his mentality there, but physically he's slowing down. As in like the words I can say. Like, do you agree on the top five players in the league? Or do you do you feel like I miss him? Um, you know, I was worried that you was gonna you wasn't gonna include Kevin Durant. I, I, oh, no, no, no. I thought you was about to I thought you was about to say Kawhi at number one. Like, the reason I say Kawhi is not, to me, a top five player in the game. Um, a top five player, to me, I can't even say that because I'd be like contradicting myself about LeBron James. Never let their team go down 0-2 or whatever. But look at somebody like Kawhi Leonard. Like, he's, he's not a vocal enough leader, Marcus, to, to get the best out of his players. It's like when you hear when I hear them guys talking, they don't have a they don't have an identity, they don't have a leader. You try to figure out who their leader is. What's the style they taking? Kawhi's quiet, cool, and collective. Paul George, same type of person. True. Quiet, cool, and collective. If you think about Steve Ballmer, their owner, they, I mean their owner, is more energetic than they are. Right, he's a rah rah type guy. Yeah, so mean, who is the real leader? Of that team, I, I, if it's hard, it's hard to say. I would have to go with Tyloo and and maybe Rondo. Marcus Smart, man. Marcus, yeah, yeah, Rondo. But 
I don't think Paul George, Paul George not playing, Paul George to be serious. I mean, that team, Dallas is a hell of a basketball. The, the Clippers should never be down 0-2 from the jump. I mean, so I don't know about the – I wouldn't say Dallas is a hell of a team. <laughs> I think uh, it is Luka Doncic, Tim Hardaway Jr., and then everybody else. Like, okay. but to your point, with that said, like, they wasn't that – I didn't think they was that good. The Clippers in no way sh- should have been down 0-2. They should not have lost three times to them on their home floor <laughs> in any circumstance. But Luka – look. Luca's a dog. Yeah. Luca is a dog. Luca's a dog. Yep. He's speaking appropriately in the top five. So yeah. Speaking of the Dallas Mavericks, what about Christoph Porzingis said he don't feel like he's part of the team and where he's gotta go? Hey, another one. Another another fine China guy. Yep. Uh, I was just about to say that. Like that's a guy who always get hurt. Uh he didn't show up during the um when they needed him down the stretch. Like they, you know, it, they wasn't that good of a team, but had he played like the number two they paying him to be, they would have. I think they could have swept the Clippers. I think they could have just put him out easily. But he wasn't playing up to par, and he probably not going to be on the team for too much longer if he makes oh, statements like traded. that. And he ain't going to produce. You can't make statements and not produce. I'm looking at somebody like Christoph Porzingis. I was thinking that there might be in a remix to Steve Nash, Dirt and Whiskey. That's what I'm saying. I was calling them the remix albums. I said, if this guy can stay healthy, the Dallas Mavericks can be a threat to a lot of teams because you will have Luka Doncic's one one A. You can have Christian Porzingis being one B, but he don't give you no one B performance every night. He be playing like more like three D. <laughs> and Tim Hardaway been stepping up. I was thinking, all right, these Dallas Mavericks right here, right, you got to, I'm gonna say they they the remixes because you got Steve Nash starring Luka Doncic. Okay. You got Dirt and Whiskey starring as Christopher Porzingis. You got Michael Finley slash Josh Howard starring as Tim Hardaway Jr. Mm-hmm. That's how I was looking at these guys. You got great, you got a great backup point on Jalen Brunson. I thought the team even took off way more once Josh Powell came back from injury, which was a Cavaliers original pick back in 20, I want to say 2016. So it was, they had Jerry Cunningham was gone. And Jay Crowder was originally a Cavaliers pick who got traded to the Dallas Mavericks. So all, everything's going full circle. And speaking of that, the Dallas Mavericks, I'm just saying Mark Cuban got, a, got some moves to make to get the team over the hump because they're right there. I mean, they got Bobines, they're center, they need another center. And they need a nice, legit power forward. Yeah, I mean, they got to do it quick because, you know, we could be reaching a point where players on their rookie contract that outperform it, Luka Doncic, may hold them to the fire. Like, hey, I'm up for an extension. Uh, I think this upcoming year, if I'm not mistaken. Right. I'm not going to sign the extension until y'all better up the team. And I'll just be a a restricted free agent and see, (laughs) you know, put that to the test. I mean. He could do that. He's good enough right, to okay. bet on himself and be like, "Hey, y'all improve the team, or I'm a, I'll risk going to, you know, free agency." All right. What about? I'm hearing CJ McCollum's name come out there and trade rumors. Knicks. He always is. Heat. <laughs> Cavaliers. Um, is it time? Is it time for the Portland Um. They got to do, like Dane said, they got to do something different. You know, they already got rid of, uh, you know, you know, as Charles Barkley said, the team in um, 
Terry Stotts parted ways, you know, <laughs> he didn't get fired. You know, they fired Nate McMillan. You know, <laughs> they, they fired the black coaches. They part ways. Hey, don't get, hey, with the, with the white don't get me started part, on that because I'm, I'm about to get started on that one. <laughs> so they, they parted ways with Terry Stotts. So they got to get a new coach. Dane, so, so I've been hearing one, Jay Kidd. So if they get Jay Kidd. Jay Kidd turned his, turned his name, took his name out the hat. Took his name out the hat. <laughs> he took his name out the hat. Oh, so. So they got to figure out that, and I like I like Dame and CJ together for some reason. I like them together. They need they need some defensive players like Joseph Nurkic. He was getting in, he's either hurt or he getting in foul trouble. He's always out of the question. He's like their uh, best Bye big man. China, <laughs> and then Bye you got China. a bunch of offensive players after that. Like they couldn't stop Denver. That was the reason why they like I think they had it. They were better than them offensively. I think. But they couldn't stop him, like, and that was their ultimately ultimate downfall. Right, and watching that series, I'm gonna be honest with you. You know, like I said, that's a couple of bench players I do like to watch the NBA. But one, like I told you, one of my favorite bench guys is Patty Mills. Right behind him is the guy playing for Denver Nuggets, Willie Barton. He ain't playing at all in the postseason, right? Mm-hmm. Monte Morris gets hurt to the lineup. It was catching fire. It's like they had no answer. They had no answer for Michael Porter Jr. At all. And I'm looking, every time I'm looking, I'm like, yo, different missing someone. I said, Jamal Murray, right? He, he wasn't even out there. He wasn't even out there. You got you got 27 points on the bench. Right. And the crazy thing is you I can say that legit. Like that's legit, that's a legit 27 points on the bench. Plus, mm-hmm. and the Porter Trouble still find a way to lose. They lost, mm-hmm. they lost Nikolai Jokic. <laughs> That's why he's going to be the MVP. Yep. He played all 72 games. And all the big man's pretty much right like one or two in the He's a more, he's a, and the crazy thing, and they said, like, who do you compare him to? I talked to somebody at work. I said, I always compare Jokic to like a healthy Adrian Ogowski. Zeke hit the three, Zeke can post, Zeke hit the 15 footer, he can shoot free throws. And the one thing I always like about Ogowski's game, he was a, he's a phenomenal passer. All right. That's, that's all Jokic. That's all Jokic is. 50, 60 more pounds heavier. Jazumi Ogowskis. I would say I would mix. I would say a Z mix with uh, an older player, or Venus Sabonis. Like the, if they were okay, okay. Oh, merged together. Yeah, they will be the great comparison. That's a great comparison. <laughs> so, what you think about Damian Lillard, like the 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 letter or he, that he left on Twitter about the future? Did that sound like he made one out of Portland? Did you get did you get that type of sense yeah, of feel? I think I think it definitely I think it was a like a or a subliminal cry for for help. <laughs> for help. Like he gonna hold it down if he got to, but he's starting to look outside the window, like dang yeah, yeah, Donovan like Mitchell is going to another round. Right. Uh, like, right. Devin Booker going to another round. I haven't made it to the Eastern, to the to the finals. I only made it to the Western Conference Finals once and got swept. Like, and I got the same team every year, and we always end up in this predicament. So, where do you see him going? I don't think they can trade him. I mean, he's too. There's nobody that can get back. Like, out of your top five, he would be like six or seven or eight on my list. Like, he's somewhere <laughs> after the top five. So you can't. You got to get somebody equal back for him. Hypothetically, let's say Boston Celtics make a trade. Okay. You trade Marcus Smart, package up Kimball Walker, and Jalen Brown. 
hmm. to the Portland Trailblazers. Is that enough for the Boston Celtics? They get Jalen Brown, yes. <laughs> and then they've got Dame and Tatum together. That that may work. I don't know about numbers wise, but that the Celtics get better, believe it or not. I know, I, I know people be like Jalen Brown, Trey J. Brown get better, but they get Dame with But yeah, but you yeah, with that too. So I feel like Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, I always say that, Marcus. We always told you in the past that that would never work because they're the same type of player almost. Jalen Brown just got better offensively. He's a right. great defensive player. Tatum plays defense. He just got better on the defensive end. The offense is already there. So you got two of the same players in the same front court. What can you do? Something has to give. We haven't seen a game where they both come together and be like, all right, all right, Tatum had 30, Brown had 30. Imagine if you can get that from them almost every night. You're talking about a different Boston Celtics team. But for them to do that, somebody, that means someone else had to sacrifice. And I feel like the way the Celtics season went, speaking of parting ways, that's what the Boston Celtics said. Every part of ways are getting age. No, he should have got fired last year. And two, which I don't like, Brad Stevens sneakily got the job as the GM. Nobody did bring, they bring no candidates in to audition for it to play it right. It was no interview process. No interview just, process. <laughs> he got the job. He part ways and here you go, a new job. Right. So the crazy thing is, go ahead. Man, so this is what bothers me about that. If you ask certain people um, in the media, outside the media, certain people about Brad Stevenson going from coach to GM, people will say they felt like he got fired. And that bothers me to no end. If he got fired, they should have said he got fired. And then he should have had the interview for the GM job. Like, I don't think people is putting that together. Like, this man just got an upgrade in salary job. I don't know. I don't care if he wanted it or not. He accepted it. I don't care if he, he was a good coach or not. He, he got pushed up. And that never happens to black coaches Black G, it never happens for us. It never works like that. How many GMs in the league right now is black? Mazai Missouri, right? And and uh the, the new the New York Knicks, who, who's their president? I think I don't know if Stu Jackson is the president or not, though. No, I think it's all what's his name? All world something. Well, worldwide I think West Bud. Worldwide, worldwide West. Let's see, we're gonna look that up. Worldwide West should be the next GM, and you got—he's the VP. So VP. he's in, he's in, he's in a uh, he's role. equivalent to Masai. Yeah. Then you look at the GM of the uh, the Phoenix Suns, James Jones. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at that. And Elton uh, Brand, I think got Elton Brand. Elton yeah, Brand is still a GM. He's a GM. He's a GM. That's what I'm about to say. He might be. Yep. Okay. So it's not that many of us. Yeah, Elton Brand is a GM. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure of uh, Kobe Altman, uh, like his racial, like his ethnicity. I don't know if he's Cause what, black cause, or, or mixed. I don't know. So, but, but he can count as one part. Another. Oh, I, for, and Grant, I think Grant Hill is the GM of the Atlanta uh, Hawks. No, I, he's an owner. I don't, I don't know that. He's a part owner, like Dwayne Wade is in Utah. Okay. Okay. So, so as you can see, it's not that many of us that, that actually had that type of GM type of experience to get the job. But let's be honest, Marcus. Brad Stevens 
hasn't won anything in the NBA. No championships. Barely got the first round. When you do go to the Eastern Conference Finals, they always lose a foul when they get swept. What has he won? Brad Stevens. All right, college is different. I always tell people college is different because kids are sacrificing to get to the NBA. So it's a little bit more easy to get these kids going. But now when these kids transfer over to the NBA, they got paid. You can't tell them nothing. I don't like this coach, man. Why are you bringing him in? I'm going to get the coach fired. Or (laughs) this coach don't bring no sense of urgency. Right. When I'm looking at Brad Stevens, yes, he got a good winning percentage. At the end of the day, when it's time to win games where it really matters, he don't win the game that matters. No off, have no type of continuity off the bench. They go, they flip. They, I think they won it. I think they're right behind the Brooklyn Nets with the most starting lineup changes. Uh, you don't, you don't know if you're gonna start Marcus Smart one night along with Kimball Walker. Kimball Walker gets hurt. I think Kimball Walker played his best years of basketball in Charlotte. To be honest, with you speaking, because the, the, the knee injury keep coming back up now. Um, I think he got lost. What he's supposed to do? I think Boston told Kimba what they wanted him to do and what he is, what they expected him to do, and his role diminished. Yeah. And you're looking at the guy who was averaging in Charlotte pretty much 24, 25 points per game. Gets to Boston, think he's averaging like a cool 16, 18 points, and then sometimes on the floor he looked lost. Like, he didn't know what was going on because Tatum had most of the ball. I see Tatum was bringing, handing most of the point guard duties or Marcus Smart was. Right. I th- I think with it, with that being said, I think this all goes point fingers at Brad Stevens, getting the fingers they pointed right back at Danny Ainge. Danny Ainge got fired. Brad Stevens got promoted. Like, how do you have an interview like that? That means deep down the side, that means when he first signed that contract, when he first became the Boston Citizens head coach, they must have said, hey, man, if Danny Ainge ever stepped down, you would be the guy that would fulfill his shoes. Right. Like you said, Marcus, they could have played it. Like, we're going to bring some interviews in. Hey, Brad Stevens threw his name right. in. Like they do that. Scene. Like, it, it, they did, did something. They do not take it. <laughs> so you're looking at that. All this stuff is going on in the league. Like you see, you got Dwayne Way as the partial owner of Utah Jazz. Why do you think that Utah made that move? Um, I mean, for one, Dwayne Way, it's only right that he is in the league in some form or fashion. You know, Miami's ownership is locked up. It would have been appropriate for him to be there, but Utah had an opening. He got with the ownership group. It made sense. But then for basketball reasons, as we've seen, you know, during I can't remember what game that was uh, in Utah. Donovan Mitchell was getting advice from a player he patterned his game after Dwayne Wade. So it just that's like a, a great fit for like a mentor mentee um, mm-hmm. for your star player. Oh yeah, I forgot about Lonzo Morning too. He's part like GM to the Miami Heat. Uh, he's a uh, bas- the professional. He's a basketball executive, so you can say pretty much got hands on the GM. All right. So. The, the sad point about that, the reason I'm glad you said something about that, when I'm looking at Dwayne Wade, got to see three championships, to be honest. Three championships, three, three the hard way. You tell me that Miami Heat, you tell me that the Miami Heat that had no room for Mr. Wade County? <laughs> you know they had, a falling, they had a falling out, the reason why he left in the, in the first place. So, But think about it, Alonzo Mourning got a championship ring on the coach of who? Dwayne Wade. He's the executive 
of personal basketball operations, vice president, whatever. Dwayne Wade goes to Utah Jazz. And you know, in the Utah Jazz organization, it is what it is. It's majority white. Mm-hmm. And you know, Donovan Mitchell's come up with a contract here. So you feel like they use a D Wade to keep Donovan Mitchell, to lure Donovan Mitchell back into the Utah Jazz? Now remember, um, you, Utah Jazz, Donovan Mitchell been going up and down and getting to it for the last, like, three, the last two or three seasons now. I think it is, um, it has a lot to do with, with that. Uh, but I don't think uh, that that will keep Donovan Mitchell there necessarily because I, I think him and Dwayne Wade had a relationship before he became owner uh, or part owner of the team. So he can he can still leave and get that mentorship. But it's like a it's like a reason to stay. Like, well, I guess they are trying to do things to to help you know to satisfy me. Right. If if Donovan Mitchell leave right now, where do you think he would go? Let me see if we get the same page. He left. Dang. Um, I mean, I ain't really thought about it. Uh, I think he will probably go maybe east. I was thinking east. I'm gonna tell you what. I'm gonna see what team you're gonna say. What you um, think? If he had a choice, I would say he he would want to go with another star. So you got Milwaukee, um, or uh, the or the New York Knicks. My other. thank you. That was my dark. That was, that was my team. I was like, he's from the New York area. They need some help because the most improved player didn't play most improved <laughs> at all. Uh, if you put down the Mitchell with the New York Knicks, I think Julius Randle will fall in nice, just nicely. Uh, be a complete team, and that, I think they they need. I think what hurt them too, though, the rim protection. I mean, I'm gonna give it up though. Norris Noel stepped up real big. Uh, from um, what's his name, Martel uh, Morris? Not Martel Morris, Robinson, Mitchell Robinson. Sorry. Mitchell Robinson. Yep. Sorry, Mitchell Robinson. He took a real bit of Mitchell Robinson. I thought that hurt him a lot too because I think they could have got past the Hawks. But let's be honest, Hawks, Hawks is a better team this year. As we them. see, as, as we see. So we're gonna, so we're gonna, so we're gonna, we're gonna wait till the whole season end. We'll come back together. We're gonna talk about what should happen. Let's get right into these playoffs. Right now, so we got eight teams remaining. The elite eight. You got the Brooklyn Nets, Milwaukee Bucks. You got the Atlanta Hawks, 76ers, Utah Jazz, Clippers, Phoenix Suns, and the Denver Nuggets. Yep. Which one of these series gonna be the most exciting series to watch? Um, they all good though. These all good though. These are all good. I will say that we see uh, the Brooklyn. Nets, they they walking away with it unless some light bulb go off for Milwaukee when they get back home. So I don't think that one's the it. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Clippers and Utah and and Atlanta and the Sixers. I think those teams like it's gonna be some classic games and, and during those those matchups. I do want to say this: the the funnest series to watch right now. Keep telling y'all, people in Philadelphia love to say trust the process. That process still going, ain't going nowhere. Trey Young, mm-hmm. balling, balling. Not only is he balling, John Collins, balling. Remember, I asked him before the playoffs started, Marcus. I said the X factor for them would be DeAndre Hunter, been delivering. Oh, yeah. defense in the side three ball, making the right decision. But who else would be giving a healthy step up to? Was Dino Gallinari? I don't like the Mohawk. 
But, uh, <laughs> it do look weird on him. <laughs> he's getting buckets. And he's out there hooping in them low-top Adidas Pro models or some nice to hot towels. Yeah, them old-school joints. Those was back in uh, popular when we was in high school. <laughs> right. Now, other, you got the other, what's that? Boy, Bojan, Bojan Bodanovich? McDonovich. My goodness. I, I swear it's like one. I said, it's a Bodanovich on every team almost in the league. Because one is in Utah. Confused. Confused. Yeah. They both name they, they got similar first names too. Like Right. What? And they, they got a similar first name, but they say it differently. Oh, yeah. They got similar That's first weird. name and last name. And last name. So I'm looking at that. And, and, and you know who else I think been similar a bit for them? John Collins. Remember, he the first he went to Out of Atlanta. This show you to shine. This is your contract season. They're going to have to give you the money. Mm-hmm. That's been the sign of the series. That Phoenix Suns series and the, uh, the Nuggets, that's going six or seven. Yeah. The whole thing is can Jay Crowder stay hot? We know he did the salsa dance from LeBron James mm-hmm. and ejected and all that. <laughs> we know Chris Paul is making fun of Andre Drummond with the post up. How Andre Drummond make, some, make fun of somebody again post up? Chris Paul mm-hmm. is the reason why you on the bench because he was posting <laughs> you up. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. My goodness. My goodness. They're like a well-oiled machine out there. <laughs> my, my goodness. The reason I'm saying that, I don't know if you've been to California, they got the little oil things that go up and down like that, right? Mm-hmm. That's Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, like you said. Kyrie's playing. He used to get Chris out playing, not playing defense. But when they really matter, when it counts, he missed them to play defense. He like now. He done got some steals and blocks. Like, is that Kyrie? Hey, yes, it is. <laughs> one, of these, one of these playoff games, he had 11 rebounds. Yo, Kyrie got, huh? <laughs> Kyrie had 11 boards and eight assists. They're going over 30 points. Well, Kyrie put those type of members, man. Like I said, man, you know, people in Cleveland are still bitter that he's gone. It's a business. If you're not in the organization with these guys every day, you know your opportunity or the window is closed. Yep. And you got to look at it. Kyrie's a young guy. Do you How people have fought in that Kyrie Irving? When he's in Cleveland for the first four years, they was garbage. So if LeBron James leaves, Kyrie, like, you're not about to leave me here again. <laughs> but it would have been nice if he would have stayed and had KD come to Cleveland. Now, that would have been nice. That would have been nice. But at the end of the day, Kyrie and KD said, you know what, let's do something different. Kyrie, by Kyrie being from New Jersey and Cameron Durant being from Maryland, they still home. They still play in the tri-state team. None of them have New York City ties. Their ties is pretty much in New Jersey and Baltimore. Right. Why not? Why not? Bring James Harden along. So you got to realize that these guys have been tight ever since Team USA. Mm-hmm. So the whole thing about James Harden now, the knock on him now, you got help, find China. Can he stay healthy? That hamstring, at least when it's always the same injury. It's not like every year he hurt with something else. It's typically something in his lower body. Hamstring, what is wrong with his, ha- his hamstring? What is wrong with his ham? He didn't go in the um, he overweight in, the, in my opinion. I think that's yeah. I mean, I think it that's typically that, when your legs go out, is because you're carrying too much weight. He need to go, he need to go get in one of those chambers like LeBron James get into with that cryotherapy chamber. He need to get one of those. Um, Mike, what I'm seeing for the Brooklyn Nets, I'm gonna say sweet. I don't think I don't, I don't even think Milwaukee get a win. I don't, Dante yeah. DiCenzo is pretty gone. You missing the def- you missing one of your one of your other defensive guys at the same time. I don't know. PJ, they they let Boston can't... win though, but they did. But, but PJ Tucker can't score them. No, he can't. And I was gonna say Jason Tatum had like an out of his world game <laughs> to get that one win. So right, and they was leaving 
they left the they left, they built a wall on Giannis. Like, all right, stay open. They were shooting air balls on top of that. And you look at the one point in time again, all right, they're down by 10, but they can make them run. And y'all down by 20, 30, 40, 50. Marcus, I thought I was at work counting registry down the way he was getting blown out. <laughs> like, dude, y'all, y'all was getting beat by 50. 50. And, and when somebody even talk about Blake Griffin, he's he been doing a good job checking Giannis. And he look, he's looking like the Blake Griffin. Oh, he had a poster yesterday. He caught a oop yesterday. <laughs> that was on Giannis, too. He made right. Giannis go like he made, he made Giannis go like that. Like, Yo, he made Giannis ever. make a, a business decision in there. Like, nope. Hey, he won a tornado drill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, right now, KD, best player right now in the league. You get, I mean, at one point in time, everybody kept saying LeBron. Yeah, when it's healthy, LeBron is good. Mm-hmm. But right now, if LeBron come back naturally healthy, if, if he put the same performance, what are we gonna say? Like Kevin Durant right now is the best player right now. Like right now, mm-hmm. hands down. I'm not gonna even sit up here and, and fabricate that. Like KD is the best player. KD, KD I think can come with less than ten shots in the series so far. If yeah, I'm not, look, I'm gonna have to double check that. I think it's so crazy like that. KD so much of a walking bucket, Mark. He can come to your house right now and get twenty and leave out. You ain't gonna score twenty points. <laughs> That's how good he is. That's how good he is. I'm, I'm, and I'm being serious. You know, I'm, like I said, I'm a huge LeBron James fan. He's one of my favorite players. But you got to give credit when credit is due. Like, that dude was a legitimate 50 ball. And, and Marcus, the way he's out here getting these points, is very easy. He's not even trying. It looked easy for him. It's like effortless. <laughs> it looked easy for him. He's, and the sad part about it, the Milwaukee Bucks ain't picked this up. KD is going to his spots on the floor. Mm-hmm. It's like he's in practice. Are you guarding me? Then, speaking of this situation, KD said Jay will lie about talking about my certain things. Do you believe that? We know we know that Kevin Durant and uh Jay Will been together talking together in a couple of pods. Do you believe that? Um I think it I think it may be some slight just like some slight truth to it. Um and then Kevin Durant just taking it out of proportion. Cause I don't I don't see Jay Will just lying a hundred percent about that encounter. Like it's some truth to it, but it's probably not all the way accurate. Do you feel like just because Kevin Durant and Kyrie ever got something against the media, they just want to play basketball? Because I know the night they did, they did beat the Brooklyn, that they did beat the Milwaukee Bucks. Did you see the, the press conference after game one? Yeah, I did. Kyrie, I don't think he want to be up there. Like he was agitated. I mean, I don't know. Like <laughs> think about this, Marcus. Think about this, Marcus. I mean, you're a ball player. I know you don't, I know, I know how it is. You play, you say you want to play a game you love, you like with your brothers. At the end of the day, all right, respect that. Mm-hmm. You want to go home. You get paid for your job. The fans come see you. What you think the reporter want to do? The reporter is gonna wait till you get done playing basketball, wait till you take a shower, get a dress, and come to a podium after the playoff game. And all they do is they want to do their job too. Right. They get paid to do a job. Right. They're not, like getting paid. They're not getting paid like how he is. I mean, he loves his craft, right? We sure. like reporters, journalists. We love we love what we do. This is our craft. If, if this pays the bills, we're going to answer every question. Now, you have every right to say, hey, can I reach to the podium, guys? Don't ask this, that, and that question. Let's, let's keep it more basketball-related. Why he, has, why he has not reached that approach? I don't know, and it, 
he's contractually obligated when you sign your contract there is um, a media responsibility and like you said why he hasn't done that or even taking a a Marshawn Lynch approach just show up (laughs) show up smile and say y'all know why I'm here I mean I would rather see that than act like you're annoyed You pout and, and the crazy thing, I'm glad you brought up Marshawn Lynch. And now Marshawn Lynch do interviews with anybody now. <laughs> he sure do. <laughs> he definitely do. Right. But Kyrie actually asked if like you've been there before, Kyrie. You won a championship. You've been, you, you had the highs and the highs, you had the lows and the lows. Is it because he know he's from that tri-state area? He know how the New York media is. He's gonna get so pretty much in New York's on the back page of the sports, you're gonna get slandered for having a bad game or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's deteriorating. What you think? All right, what you think people do at home? They criticize the game. Some, I mean, whatever the case may be, but they got a job too, man. Just, just do it. Oh yeah, just say, hey. Oh yeah, tell the, the guy who's with you, hey, six question uh, minimum. That's it. Or three question minimum. Answer three questions and give it to somebody else. Right. I mean, I mean, that's one way. Or you can just answer them very. I think I said strategically. Yeah, interview with Kevin Durant where he just gave yes or no answers. Like, there's nothing saying you gotta go into depth about things. Right. So, Marcus, I know you with the Atlanta Hawks and the Sixers playing. Joel Embiid is hurt. Like I said, you can't count on this guy. This guy stays hurt. Remember, I told you, Marcus, they're not coming out the East. I said, I help you, Joel Embiid, or not. <laughs> when you look at these teams that's left, they make it pat if if the Sixers if the Sixers win tonight, if the case may be when they play game two, and tie the series up, they probably can win a series. But if you let the Hawks win two on your floor, they go back to Atlanta and win a game in Atlanta, that series could be That's over. Cool. Yep. And if that happens, Joel Embiid or Ben Simmons won't be on the team next year. One or the other. I think Joel Embiid is more as a candidate to stay because he was a hit like. Even though he's fine in China, he was he would at least at least play like an MVP, and he did play. So he was in it at the top of the MVP ratings next to LeBron, him and LeBron neck and neck when he went out. And Ben Simmons, it, it, he just he, his offensive game would have to because that's what it that's what this Eric basket is about. Who you got? Who you got win this series? Um, if Joel Embiid is is going to be hurt like like last game, he he played good. You know, yeah, I think he put up thirty. But he don't move the same laterally. Yeah, if he's going to be a negative on a defensive end, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to take the Hawks in six games. I think Philly has enough talent, even with Joel and B. Hurt, to win at least two. Uh, if somehow mm-hmm. he, he he get hands placed on them and he start doing better, uh, I think they can win it in seven. Hey, So I, I know that's not an answer, but that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> give me tonight, in this game tonight, give me the Hawks. To win by eight. I, I take the Hawks to win by eight. I got the Brooklyn Nets is going through Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I already said I like the Suns to win this in six or seven. Uh, I don't know. For some reason, I don't think the Utah Jazz has to match up that well with the Clippers. But the Clippers, with the, with the Utah Jazz, if you slow down down to the Mitchell, you'd be fine. I don't think Utah is going to be hitting all like that. Uh, I like my chance with the Clippers. Give me the Clippers to win this about, about five games. What are you saying? They're taking five. Yeah, Clippers are five. Okay. Um, I don't know if it's going to be – I mean, the Utah Jazz shoot a lot of threes. If they have two – and I think they're capable of two good 
three-point shooting nights, and I think that'll be the two games they win. And I, I'm gonna take the Clippers in six. I think they may have gotten, you know, got things going in that um, Dallas series. Mm-hmm. You know, a light bulb may have went off. Like, hey, we about to get embarrassed and put out of here. And I think, you know, it'll be enough to carry them past this series at, at the very least. Now look at this. Um, shout out to the coach of the year, Tom Thibodeau. I told you it's gonna be either the coach of the year between him or um, Monty Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, that was huge for what he did with the New York Knicks turned him around, making it to a playoff team. Uh, I thought Monty Williams was was deserted as well. Yeah, the the three of the Suns were the three of the Suns was that the Suns was that last year too? He brought them all with the second place. Right. Now and with a perfect bubble record last year. Right. So they never lost what they had. And sorry to say this, folks. So all the people that got Miami Heat jersey and Tyler Hero is a bubble fraud. That's the words of Jason Tatum. <laughs> yeah. I believe him 100 percent I believe him 100 percent Tyler Hero do he. But before we leave the show, Marcus, anything you want to say or tap in? Um, I just want to just touch on that coach of the year just one more time. So they gave it to Tom Thibodeau. He had already won it. I thought Monty Williams was deserving. But mm-hmm. why don't they do the MVP like that? Because, you know, LeBron won it, LeBron won it, and they don't want to give it to him again. They say, oh, he already won it. Let's give it to somebody else. That's basically how they act. Now, normally, the coach of the year war, you always get that. Yeah, the coach of the year was always getting the second round. Remember, at one point in time, the MVPs would be given out in the first round of the playoffs in the second mm-hmm. game of the, the second game of that series. Right. So now you almost gotta wait till a team almost gets to that third or fourth game or the conference finals before you give out the MVP. Like you all right, the MVP to me should be given out right away. Once the season ends, you do your votes already. Think by all the second game, yeah, by the second the game of the playoffs, let's get all these wars going. They're right, trying to stagger it out. And it, it makes people look bad in a way. <laughs> like, just right. give them out. Like, it's based it's on not, regular season. Because now people, what they see is, playoffs. oh, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo was the MVP, but he getting s- swept by the Miami Heat. <laughs> and it's like, how is he the MVP? And then you look at LeBron winning another championship, and he's the best player in the bubble. Right. And Marcus, before I leave, I got a, I got a trade out there, our course yeah. trade. Don't be surprised if Car Anthony Towns get traded. Yeah. He's going to take D-Lo with him. If, if, you know, his buddy, he fought so hard to get him. He better take a look. Oh, oh, Mr. Fine in China. <laughs> I won't be surprised if you see Car Anthony Towns in the move, maybe to a team like the Dallas Mavericks or uh, – that's the if, if Dallas can pull that off, they will be in the conference finals. Oh no, I ain't gonna say that. It's a lot. They're gonna be. I, I would say that. I, I, I would like that because you can say conference finals because with that you get rid of Porzingis. We know, we know that Big Cat can get you fit, can get you about twenty and fifteen. Right. Did that take the pressure off him on certain nights? Mm-hmm. But the West gonna be better next year. And don't be surprised if Damian Lillard get traded. And don't be surprised DeMar DeRozan goes to the Washington Wizards to team up with Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook. If that don't happen, I can see Russell. If that don't happen, Dennis Schroeder walks the Lakers and Russell Westbrook goes to L.A. I'm just throwing some throwing some things out there around. Colin Saxton maybe get Colin Saxton will be traded to a team if he goes to, if he go out west. Maybe you can get a C.J. McCollum in return to hook back up with Larry Nance back into them playing days and them playing basketball together. 
we, I think knows? it depends on depends on that, where, where they get. You know, we still haven't had the, the lottery. So if the Cavs get a, you know, get to get Jared Cunningham. Uh, no, is it Jared Cunningham? It, the two Jared guards. Cunningham, Jared Cunningham and Jalen Suggs. Jalen Suggs. If they got a chance to get them, you see the Colin Sexton or Darius Garland get traded. One of the two. No, Colin's gone. I, I'm, <laughs> I, I guess I could. I noticed on the stretch of the, seat, the regular season, looking at their games closely, I'm looking at where Colin Saxon, don't get me wrong, that dude's a microwave. He's a bucket, for sure. If, if you look at his, if you look at his, his shooting percentage and shot chart, he actually takes great shots, but the whole downside of him is his assists. He's playing just like how Kyrie Irving was in his first three, four seasons. Mm-hmm. Does Colin Saxon really trust his teammates to a certain point with the ball? We see where Games they let him sit down for the rest of the season. You see, Isaiah Okoro come off and Sean have a 30 something plus game with hitting about five or six three pointers with assists. You see, what Darius Garland had the games we had the 20 and 10 nights and they're getting wins. You, I'm looking at that stuff. I'm looking at Darius Garland as a pass first, shoot second guy. You're looking at Colin Sachs, he should shoot first and shoot second, shoot third, <laughs> then pass four. <laughs> then that, that's in his whole MO. So if you try to call sense to a playoff contingent team looking for a firepower to bitch, that would be good. That would be key. That would be key. But right now with the Cavaliers trying to go, I don't know what the Cavaliers are doing in their organization. Kobe Allman, he's probably one of the GMs I have this year. I pretty much, like I said, I got MAV pass, Marcus. I pretty much sure her a lot of GMs speaking around the league have not one time heard Kobe Allman speak this year, but during when the season first started. You can't be the face of a team that's running things and you don't speak. He's still the Cavaliers, I think two weeks ago, cleaned their lockers up. Kobe Oldman still hasn't spoken. I feel like I feel like that my guy, Dan Gilbert, is probably gonna part ways, <laughs> aka fire the new fire language. <laughs> or Kobe Oldman. I feel like you need a GM that understands the players. He's Kobe Oldman is the reason why Kevin Porter Jr. is not in the Cavaliers uniform because Kobe Oldman. Gave his locker to Terry on press instead of saying, "Hey, hey, hey, uh, Kevin, big girl, I don't want you to be. I don't want to be the wrong way. We gave you a locker, or is it okay that Terry on press had your locker? Yeah, I'm cool with that. They didn't do that. Cavaliers fell there. Cavaliers right now looking like a big boo boo show. A lot of teams are in the lead. Yep. Sacramento Kings are another one. Mm-hmm. Shit show. Detroit Pistons. Yeah. Ooh. Same thing." Garbage. It's so funny that what's their coach name in Detroit? Um, uh, he's a coach of the year for, for when he was with Toronto. What is that uh, coach name, man? He's a black guy. <laughs> he's coaching Toronto. He's coach of the year. Got fired. That, went to Detroit. Is that one? Dwayne Casey. Dwayne, that's it. How do a guy like that keep a job? I said he was the coach of the year in Toronto. He got this fired. Is, they they won the championship. That's one of his <laughs> best coaching years. They got Kawhi Leonard. And he won the NBA championship. Before no, no, that, I, no, it was before. Like he no, got fired, before. and then they won the championship. <laughs> then Nick Nurse came when he got fired, and they won the shit. I just feel like he went to Detroit for the money because Dwayne Casey is a hell of a coach. Mm-hmm. He's overrated. I mean, JB Bickerstaff. Okay, I'm cool with that. He followed the things. I don't. He's a I'm, he's an okay coach. I don't think he has enough rah rah to get him going. Dwayne Casey is probably one of the guys that the Cavaliers need. You need a I mean, you need a face in there, right? That that know how that understand the Eastern Conference language. Well, the Cavaliers already won the championship in 2016. 
he won a championship in what, 2018 or tw- whatever, 2018. You look at that, he knows how to get the best out of his players. Mm-hmm. So once we see that come down and all to it, he might be on the move. But I think Dwayne Casey's not going to get fired. He's still going to be in there mm-hmm. with the Detroit Pistons. He got a nice young group, DeLon Wright, Killian, Killian Haynes, well, like up there in Detroit. They got some continuity. Jeremy Grant, yep. Jeremy Grant possibly be on a move. I think he's going to sign with another team. We're going to see where he's going to go. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be surprised he be in the Lakers uniform too because all these guys will be on a move. Tristan Thompson. So this is it's not it, there's not household names out there this year, but next year will be will be the the move. But this year, these pretty much moves looking for people that you're looking for to solidify your bench. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, to build a bench. So, Marcus, on that note, anything you got to say to the people before we wrap this up? No, that I'm I'm good. I think I got all my bullets up. All right, cool. All right, y'all know who this is. This is Tay Wiss after hours live for the man cave. This is Mark Senior. We out of here. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to After Hours Live from the Man Cave Podcast. If you would like to hear more from me and my man Tay Wiggs, please go to your favorite podcast listener and subscribe to us. We are just about everywhere nowadays. We're on Stitcher, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple iTunes and Google Podcasts. So if you like what you hear, subscribe to us to hear more. Oh, and before I go, please also hit up our Anchor profile page that's anchor.fm forward slash after hours live from the man cave and click that little purple button that says support this podcast and help us out. Peace.